Yo, good morning, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, how's everyone doing today? It's Gur Mondays. And so I thought I would start off with Gur Mondays and talk about something that is about to happen in a few months and kind of just give like a reminder to everybody to remember this. Um, dumb, stupid decision by Google. <laughs> in my opinion, it's a dumb decision by Google, period. I don't care what intellectual reasoning can be conveyed to the masses out there. It's still a stupid decision. Uh, But before I get into that and start talking about that, we are going to give shout outs to the channel members. Thank you guys so much for being a channel member. I really appreciate you guys for holding it down and, you know, just being you guys. So thank you guys so much for that. Um, You know, to be quite honest and uh, yeah, (laughs) Just expect some changes to that um, while we are waiting. Uh, Christopher Field says, hey, I need help with my Google Pixel 4a. It says analog audio accessory detected. Uh, how do I get that off my phone? That's crazy. Analog audio accessory detected. Hmm. Quite simple. What happens when... You know, let's just start off with the basic troubleshooting. What happens when you reboot your phone that that continuously keeps coming on? Let me know here. We'll see if we can solve it um, as we're going on with today's topics and everything like that. So before I get into the actual main subject, you know, the uh, the main course, let me give the side dishes to what we're talking about today. So this morning I decided to switch my Metro line out of my Pixel 4 back into my Pixel 5. Why the hell would I do that? You know, especially when there's like so much things going on and a lot of people just pretty much frustrated with T-Mobile. But then you got like even more people really happy with T-Mobile. And the reason why that I decided to switch out and put my Metro line back in my Pixel 5 is not has nothing to do with like the 5G connectivity that both Visible and Metro offer. Has more to do of just connectivity in period. Uh, where I live at, it just seems that T-Mobile has the better signal strength. And, you know, I have so many devices in the house connected to the home Wi-Fi. Obviously, um, you know, I had, had to reestablish service with a Cox Internet, which isn't the best. I mean, right now, this live stream is being fed through the AT&T mobile hotspot. If I was to connect this to uh, the Internet router here with Cox Internet, it would be glitching. I would be freezing. I've noticed this over the last week, kind of just testing out between back and forth. So when I do live streams, I connect to the AT&T mobile hotspot and it allows me to actually live stream and live stream a video feed and not have to switch it off to just like an avatar and voice only type of podcast. So, um, yeah. So connectivity here is bad for visible. It really is. And, um, yeah, I just, in my main phone, the phone that I carry with me, the phone that has all my contacts, the phone that has most of my messaging threads. Yeah, I had to put which service had better connection here, and it happened to be Metro. So I went I went ahead and did that and put that back on. Okay, uh, let's see. Yeah, every time I restart my phone, it says the same thing. Uh, I can minimize it so it won't show, but when I scroll down on my notification menu, it's still there. Hmm. And Bluetooth and everything like that is turned off. Uh, you don't have anything that's connected uh, in the, the headphone jack, right? And have you even tried? See, I've tried this one time. Literally just like taking a, like a wired headphone and plugging it in and then 
kind of spinning it while it's plugged in and then pulled out and see because maybe it's recognizing even though there's nothing in that port it might be thinking that something is in there you can always try that worst case scenario i mean if you have if you have google one and you did a backup if you can't get that notification to go away you can't find and locate the app that is distributing that notification and more than likely if you were to find the app that's distributing that notification you probably shouldn't even try to disable notifications from it because that's something you can do. You can't disable notifications from the app that is presenting that notification in uh, settings. You go into all apps, but you got to find out which app is giving you that that notification. Um, and then you can disable all notifications from it, but then that might affect other things that you may need to be notified on. So uh, best case scenario, if you cannot... If you cannot get it to stop feeding you that notification, if everything you've tried... Let's see... It's on the settings and I can't disable it from, yeah. So more than likely than anything else, um, it's going to suck. This is like, instead of having to go through like multiple different troubleshooting steps and just pulling your hair out, the fastest way to even remove that is just to do like a fresh restart. You know, have to factory reset the phone. But before you do that, just make sure you have a, a backup of like everything, like your contacts and all that other stuff. If you have Google One, back it up to that. Um, that way, when you do the wipe, you can load from a fresh start. Like what I mean is, is that when you go in uh, after you do the factory reset and it goes to that whole setup for the Google thing, um, you go through all that and then try without a backup. I'm just saying. So like if you're okay with it, not, not remembering every app that you have, if you're okay with going back into the play store and just going into your play store history and just installing all the apps back on from that point, you could try and doing that. Cause sometimes even just restoring from like a full backup can represent the problem in the first, you know, that you were already struggling with in the first place. So um, I would say try that just because since you can't really disable the notification and if you can't figure out why it keeps giving out that, that, that message that an analog audio accessory is detected and it's going to continuously keep doing that. Um, and there's no Bluetooth on. So your, your phone's not seeking to pair with any, anything else. And plus it says analog too. So um, and you have nothing plugged into the to the port. You try cleaning the port, and if it still recognizes that something is is uh, detected, like it's connected to something, I would say just wipe it. The Pixel 4a has been starting to show some signs of bugs too, so it's kind of funny that you brought that up. I wasn't even going to talk about that today, but um, the Pixel 4a is starting to show some bugs. Mine is up there in the closet right now. I don't have it uh, connected to anything right now, and it has been showing not not the same thing that you have. Um, but yeah, it's in that way. Uh, gotcha. Okay, cool. I was going to buy a Pixel 5 with my stimulus anyways. I just wanted it off my Pixel 4a. Factory reset, bro. Just completely wipe it. Um, if you're going to buy a Pixel 5, um, hopefully you get a really good deal on there. The Pixel 5 is pretty good. I enjoy using mine. So I'll tell you that much right now. I have no complaints. Just before, like, I don't know if you're buying it brand new, um, like from the Google store, but. Um, when you first get your Pixel 5, because some people are still reporting it, before anything, before setting it up and anything like that, once you remove it out the box and you take, you know, the, the, the cellophane protector around it off, inspect the edges between the aluminum body and the display itself. Some people are still reporting they're getting Pixel 5s that have the gap. Um, you really shouldn't be getting one of those just because, uh, you know, like Google obviously caught on to that when more people reported it. <clears throat> and those were the earlier batches that were released last year. 
Um, the ones now, they should be okay. But just still, just, you know, be careful. Inspect it. It's going to be Amazon. I get all my tech from Amazon. Cool, cool. All right. All right, nice, man. When you get it, let me know. Let me know what you think, your your impressions of it, man. Um, so anyways, here's the biggest problem that's going on right now with Google. We're going to jump right in. We've already had the side dish. I already told you guys about switching my Metro line back into my Pixel 5. Hey, Oscar. Good morning or afternoon. Um, how you doing, bro? So we're going to be talking about Google Photos. This is a pretty dumb decision by Google for them to even do something like this. And, um, yeah, this is kind of like a reminder live stream to kind of talk about it. Google and all its stupidity here. Sorry to say it, but it really is. Um, this was such a dumb move for them to, to, to do. And so, you know, this morning there was an article talking about it and the head up of uh, Google photos was kind of talking about it and, and giving more insight to it. But if you didn't know, come June 1st, 2021, if you don't have a pixel five or older, you will lose the unlimited high quality uh, photo and video storage. Now, if you don't know what that means is, is that in Google Photos, you had two options to back up photos and, and uh, videos. You had the original resolution backups, which you know counted towards your Google Cloud storage. And then you have unlimited high quality. Now it says high quality, but what that means is, is that they downgrade the resolution of the photo and video to, you know, basically make it a smaller file that goes up on their, their servers. And we all, not just pixel owners, but Samsung owners and LG owners and Motorola owners, you guys get the gist of it. We all that had Android had access to this ability to back up high quality photos to Google photos. Well, they're doing away with that. They're doing away with that come June 1st. And June is right around the corner. We are already mid-March. You have April and May to really kind of just figure out what's going to work for you. Now, there are multiple options that you guys can probably do. You guys probably could get a subscription to uh, Google One, which gives you a specific amount of, um, of storage. So there are different plans. Let me see if I can share them without giving away my info. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't show any info. Okay. <clears throat> Does it have... Okay, yeah, here we go. All right, I can show you guys this. So um, there are different things that you can do with uh, Google One. And, you know, Google One does have some benefits to it as well. So you have Google One. And as you guys can see, I have, you know, Google One um, subscription, but that's through my Metro line. So Metro, P Metro PCS, Metro by T-Mobile, if you get their unlimited plan, the, the uh, $50 or $60 one, it comes with the uh, 100, 100 gigabyte cloud storage uh, that comes with your plan. So um, basically for my, my mobile plan, I'm paying, I'm not really paying for this because it's being paid through by my plan automatically with it, right? And um, so that's what I have right now, the 100 gigabyte cloud, the 100, 100 gigabyte cloud plan. That's my current plan. It's at no cost to me. Um, I could upgrade by paying a dollar and then getting 200 gigs if I needed to. Or I could uh, upgrade and pay $8 a month and get two terabytes. Uh, 
So it's really at that. But like right now, 100 gigabytes of cloud storage is working for me. However, you know, in, in like in, in like a year or so, whatever, if I like completely fill up 100 gigs and a lot of the stuff that I have backing up is over 200 gigs, I'm definitely going to upgrade to the two terabyte. Um, but it tells you right here, you got to contact a Metro representative to have this additionally added on as Google recognizes that my service is through Metro. So these three plans is what I have. There is more plans on Google One, but obviously I'm, you know, I'm signed into my Google account that's tied with my Metro plan. So therefore, it's only showing me the three options I have through Metro to upgrade to. But again, as you can see, I don't know if you guys can see this, but it kind of has a breakdown of the amount of um, storage here, right? So Google Drive, in my Google Drive, I have 23.12 gigabytes of documents and files that's in there. And then uh, Google Photos is 27.73 gigabytes. You guys can see here, the interesting thing is, is that Gmail also counts towards some of the storage. And you can alleviate, you know, some of these things. You can clear out your Google Drive. Um, if there's like old stuff or whatever, get rid of it. It kind of alleviates that. So right now, currently out of my 100 uh, gigabyte plan, I already have 50 gigs of items inside. And that's photos and things like that. But these photos that's in there, these are these are um, original res resolution backups. I haven't switched it to high quality. If it's high quality, it's not counted here. But that's for like those that have like Pixel Five and uh, and older. Um, so real quick, some of you know you do get benefits for being a, a Google One member um, when you go log into your Google One uh, from a computer or even from your mobile phone. You can see like you get extra Google Photos editing. That's actually pretty nice. And I'll tell you why here in just a second. But um, the reason why that's actually really nice that you have that ability to do that is that we, sometimes we have photos that we took maybe like back in 2007 and we're like, yo, this photo is so freaking dope. It would have been badass if we could like, you know, if, if we had portrait mode back then, if we had the ability to create this bokeh effect. Well, with Google Photos, you can actually edit that you can edit that old photo and and create a bokeh effect to the photo, bringing out what's what we call portrait mode and really just emphasizing that foreground detail in your photos. You can do that with past photos with, with Google Photos editing if you are a Google One member. If you're not a Google One member, then you won't see these things there. Like I don't know if some of you guys caught what happened um, at, the, at the Google event when they were kind of showing off what you can do where like you can even adjust the lighting like, Right now, when you're looking at my face on this live stream, you see that there's light on this side and not on this side. <clears throat> and with uh, Google Photos, you can edit that. And by touching the screen in a certain area, it will illuminate my face a certain way, which is, of course, an AI-created lighting. And, um, you know, that is insane that you can actually do those editing within Google Photos. Christopher Fields says... Uh, there's 10 terabytes for 50 bucks a month. Yeah, see, mines won't show that just because mines is actually um it's paired with with Metro. So those three options that is seen in my in my my Google One membership, those are through Metro. That's why it says at the bottom, like you know, to upgrade to either like the the two the 200 gig or the uh, the two terabyte plan, I would have to contact the Metro representative because I'm being billed differently because technically Metro is paying that bill for the 100 gig cloud storage. So I would have to contact Metro to make that change happen. But yeah, if you're just coming at it just straight, you know, not 
you don't have like a membership of Google One to to anybody to to Google Fi to Metro by T Mobile, and you're just coming in at it, you're gonna see like all the different plans, right? So you saw that there's ten there's a ten terabyte plan. Um, in order for me to get that ten terabyte plan, and you know with Metro, I'd have to completely like disconnect Metro from my Google One, and then it'll show me the options for that. But being a Google One member, you do have access to like what I was saying, you know, basically photo editing. You can edit a lot of photos that you have from previously before. Um, other things is up to 40% off hotel stays. I actually use this because uh, me and my family, we, we do like to take little staycations. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, if I have a little bit extra from something, I'll take my kids to another city here in the same state, but just look another place. Like maybe we might go to Tombstone, Arizona, and we can go look at the OK Corral where, um, where the Earp brothers, you know, had the shootout which is the infamous shootout at the OK Corral. Um, you know, we can go to, you know, to uh, a little bit past Flax and I have to go to the Grand Canyon, and all, all these different things. And um, yeah, you can use uh, the benefits you get with Google One for like, you know, hotel. So that's actually pretty nice. Um, and of course, you know, when they have more benefits for Google One members, you'll find it here. That's it says more benefits always on the way. Um well, obviously, you know, you get pretty good support so you can get help from Google experts. Um, there is a, you know, you get access to chat. There's like a two or three minute wait. You can email them and get a 24 hour or less response. Um, and that's actually pretty cool. So then this is at no additional cost. But I mean, obviously, you know, Google experts, pretty much like if you guys watched the movie, The Internship, when they uh, had them, you know, man the phone calls to uh, help people with Google services. And um, yeah, anyways, yeah, that's what this is. But it's like chat support right now. So and then you can get a history of your uh, support conversation. So if you ever have to make a reference back to what a rep told you, then yeah, you you would have access to it there. Um, and yeah, in the home. So um, I can actually, because I, I already have Google One through Metro, I can actually um, add family members to it. So add other people. Uh, just by getting their Gmail and uh, plugging that in here and sending them an invite. Um, you know, from right here on the homepage, you can actually free up space. So if there's like, you know, old uh, apps and stuff like that, you can get rid of it. And it tells you here to download the app onto your phone. Kind of gives you a layout of just uh, how much storage you have used. And of course, uh, you know, extras. And it has like Google One facts. So you get like, you know, FAQs. You get, you know, your questions answered. If you have anything um, that you want to know about it, definitely could uh, check that out. So <sighs> why am I showing people that? Well, with Google One, the reason I'm showing people that about Google One is because that's probably going to be like your best option if you're a non-Pixel user and you want to maintain, um, you know, backing up your photos and stuff like that. Um, you may want to opt in for Google One. Now, Again, this is like not a very popular thing that I would suggest for people to do because I don't see why Google would even do that in the first place. Good morning, Ray. What's up, bro? Um, I, I, I don't I don't understand why Google would do that in the first place. You know what I mean? Like the high quality is really scaling down your photos, right? So if you take a photo and you upload the original um, resolution of it, and then you back it up again, but you select high quality, you will see a drop in the resolution between the full res photo 
and the high quality version upload. And it's not dramatically where like it's going from very vivid, accurate, and like sharp, detailed photo and then switching over to being like a very blurred pixelated photo. It's nothing like that. But you really can't like to the naked to, to the to the person that has an eye for photography, they will they will see the difference instantly. To the non-knowing out there, you're not really going to know a huge difference. I mean, you will when you try to do something like some sort of editing with it, then you kind of will know. Um, so they're really killing. Uh, well, newer pixels, newer pixels won't get the unlimited high quality res backup. Um, so if you have a Pixel 5 or older, you will maintain getting the unlimited high quality backups. So the backups, if you select to have all your photos and videos backed up in high quality instead of original resolution, you will have unlimited. Um, but future Pixel owners, like those that buy the Pixel 5a, those that buy the Pixel 6, you will not. Any photo that you back up will count against the storage that you have. And if you don't have a Google One membership, really all you have is five gigs for backup. Is it five or 15? 15. It's 15 gigabytes free. And um, yeah, you can fill that up pretty quickly. And then after that, um, you would have to upgrade on any one of the Google One plans. I see Google One really trying to shove... uh, well, Google trying to trying to really shove Google One out there for people to sign up for to get those additional cloud storages and stuff like that. I mean, you could opt for you know a different place to back up, or you can you can be unorthodox. You know what I mean? You can back up photos like you can have like different cloud backups, right? You can back up to Google for free, and when you use up your 15 gigabytes of free storage, you can back up to um, Dropbox and however much they give for free. And then after that, you can back up to SugarSync and however much they give for free. Like you can try and do it that way, but it's going to be a pain in the ass. If you're looking for a specific photo, you got to go into like these different cloud storages to see if that photo was backed up there. And uh, yeah, it just, it could become very annoying to do that. Uh, I need to log into my Pixel phones. Here's a crazy thing. Uh, oh, you do have Google One? All right. Uh, but here's the crazy thing about that too. So um, the head of the Google Photos team literally put out a statement and said that we can't trick Google. Um, hey, good morning, good afternoon, coffee. Yeah, so the lead of Google Photos says that we can't trick them. What he, what he means by that is, and he openly stated, if you, like, let's say like you use like a Samsung Galaxy S21, and it's past June 1st. What he means by that is it's like you can't go and buy like a Pixel 5 or a Pixel 4a or a Pixel 3a and then connect your Google account to that Pixel and then get unlimited high quality backups on your Samsung. It don't work that way. The only way that it'll back up and be counted towards the unlimited high quality is if it's backed up from that pixel device so initially if you wanted to you can snap a bunch of photos on your galaxy s21 you then would have to share it to like an older pixel phone like a pixel 5 or older you have to share it to that phone and then from that phone back your photo up to google and then it won't count against cloud storage which also seems a bit you know annoying to have to go that route um 
but yeah, you know, obviously um, Google servers is probably to the point where it's like, it's pretty much filled and they're having to extend, you know, server capacity, you know, to try to keep up with it. But, you know, like I said, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, but um, you know, Google has no excuse for this because they, they, they make billions and billions of dollars. You know, why weren't they on top of this would be my next question to them, but they have to spam. You know, it's funny. They, they use the terminology spam, right? And I actually like to eat spam. I like spam and eggs for breakfast. But if spam is going to call me, I should just hop in my frying pan. Anyways, I'll have Google scream that. <laughs> Watch them be all weird. They're going to hang up. Oh, hung up. Anyways. So Google makes billions of dollars. Why weren't they on top of expanding server capacity for a while? You know, like some people speculate the reason why they're doing this is because they're almost out of, you know, storage for us. Because we we have to think the average person nowadays, ever since smartphones became, you know, the normalcies, you know, back in 2007, a lot of people speculate that, you know, we, you know, we, it's filled because we take a lot of photos and we do. We do. I mean, it, we're not, we don't think of ourselves as professional photographers, but we can get really good photos from a, from a phone now that when you do things, it alleviates you having to carry a cell phone on your pocket and then carry a DSLR camera with a strap around your neck. You can get really good photos with your smartphones today. And you don't even have to get the flagships anymore. Like even the mid range budget phones have really badass cameras today. Good enough to capture life's moments for memories. So people are uploading like hundreds and hundreds of billions of photos and videos every day. Okay. We, we kind of, you know, you know how they say, look to thy own eye. Well, this time I'm going to say, look beyond your own soul. Because I can look to thy own eye and see how much photos that I'm backing up, but I don't count for the mass population of humans on this world. And you have to consider that because Android is everywhere. Android is in India. It's in China. It's in Japan. It's in Australia. It's in Europe. You know, it's in most, you know, sectors of Asia. I mean, it's everywhere and people are taking photos constantly and they're uploading. And then there's, then when you think about that, kind of, you know, take away from those people that, you know, are just uploading to, you know, to, to back up memories and things like that. Then you also got to factor in those people that are like content creators, you know, they, they, they take short clips and they back it up for editing later, you know, like if they're TikTokers or, you know, if they're YouTubers, they try to get all this, this, this clean footage to use for B-roll to take it back and edit up and, 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 and do what you got to do with it uh, to make, to make content and upload for viewers. These things is constantly done on a daily basis with Google. So that's why people think that they're doing this is because they're running out of storage. They can't keep up supply and demand for server capacity. So they're, they're having to put really tight limitations. But then I think about it when I hear that, that sounds, that, that, that sounds believable, right? You know, y'all feel free to say on it. Um, Hey, Michael, how's it going on, man? Good morning to you. Um, that sounds believable. That sounds like, yeah, you know, that, that, that makes sense. That sounds just about right. But then again, then, but then let's take it back to reality. Google makes billions and billions of dollars, whether it's 
billions doing um you know advertisement which is their main bread and butter or if it's billions on software you know it's hey um what's up blaze they make billions and billions of dollars why wasn't google on top of it expanding server capacity so that way they can continuously give android users the ability to upload photos and videos in high quality trust me I've seen it all across the board, and I've seen it from a lot of people. There were people who were upset even in the first place that the only unlimited option they had was to downgrade the resolution of their videos and photos. So that already wasn't a good look. But then again, I cannot kind of understand. You know what I mean? If you really want to back up like a raw image, well, then you're going to have to pay for more storage. You know, not everything in this world is free, and, and it's not Burger King. You can't have it your way. But I was okay with the high quality photo and video backups because there's some photos to me that just were okay with just you know being scaled down in resolution they still look good if i wanted to show like a family member like my vacation to uh you know to wherever i went to the grand canyon or you know to california to you know washington state i can show a photo and be like yeah you know we were over here we were at mount rainier and i can say that if i went to washington state to go visit you know people up there but you know, I was okay with the high quality backups, totally fine. It just didn't count towards anything. But now Google is taking that away. And I'm like, okay, you know, I could advocate to everyone that listens to me out there that I appreciate who actually listen to me. I can say like, yeah, go ahead and, and start now getting you set up with, uh, with Google One so you can um, have enough storage to kind of hold on to what you have. Because it's it's very... It's very distraught the way that they're kind of positioning this out. They're literally like some people are confirming like, okay, if you already exceeded the allotted amount for storage of high quality backups, um, you would have to move your move your stuff to another place. So let's say like, you know, the, the, the free amount is 15 gigabytes. If you already surpassed that with the amount of photo uploads. And trust me, I would say a good 98% of people who use Google Photos for backup have already passed 15 gigs. Okay, you're talking about people that's been using Google Photos from like way back in the day. There's photos backed up to Google Photos that's like from probably 2010. You know, already just the photos in 2010 will surpass 15 gigabytes of free storage. So everything else you're gonna have to move somewhere else. You have to find a different a different place, a different server to move this to. And that's what, you know, some people are like, oh, well, um, they're going to stop unlimited high-quality backups, but any photos you've already had backup won't count, and so you'll get to keep those. But if you try to back up anything new, it's going to count. No. As far as from what I've read for Google and the way that they've made it very clear, the head of the Google Photos division team of development has made it clear by June 1st, if you don't have some sort of subscription to Google One that, that gives you, you know, an allotted amount of uh, cloud backup, you're going to have to take your photos, your videos to another service to backup and hold. That's effed up by Google. Like, you know what? You're, you're, you already got the dog wounded and now it's like you got to kick a dog while it's down. Like, come on, Google. Like, what are you doing? So, like, you're taking away the unlimited storage that a lot of people loved. And it wasn't, and it wasn't just 
Android users, let me kind of really highlight this now. It wasn't just Android users, but there are those who use iPhones that use Google Photos to back up so they didn't have to pay Apple for 50 gigs of cloud storage or whatever. I'm one of them. I know. I got an iPhone XS. I know. And I don't back up to iCloud on my iPhone XS. I back up to Google Photos. I send the backup to Google Photos. Google Photos constant. So every day that I, that I come home, if I've taken my iPhone with me out and about, and I know that I snapped some photos of things that I saw, or maybe recorded like a quick clip or something, I will come home and I will open up the Google Photos app on my iPhone and leave it open so it can do the back, you know, do the do the backup. Because for some reason with iPhones, it just doesn't, you know, back up in background like you know Android can. Not comparing the two OSs, I'm just saying. But I do that all the time. And I have my photos back up all the time and um, off my iPhone. And now I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to touch base with that anymore on my iPhone. So it wasn't just Android users that was using this. It was lots of people. It was iOS users that was using it pretty, uh, pretty much too. TikTok is bad. A 14-year-old female on TikTok did a video. Uh, yeah, I'm not really talking about TikTok, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, it, and you know what, you know, to, to, well, actually to kind of emphasize to, to, to kind of talk about that just one second, I'll actually give that, that statement, um, some thought here. Um, okay. So we can't blame an inanimate thing such as TikTok for something like that. We can't. I mean, really think about what you just said right there, Michael. You said that TikTok is bad because of a 14-year-old female that did something, you know, insane on the platform. But it wasn't TikTok that did it. It was the girl. The girl's responsible for that. The girl has to take blame for that because she did that. It's not TikTok that did it. Um, now, if the, if the video is still there and they're still allowing it to be hosted, that would be their fault allowing it to be hosted, but they didn't actually commit the crime. The 14 year old did. And so you have to put blame where blame belongs. And the blame for that belongs on the 14 year old girl. I don't blame it on some sort of social platform or whatever, whatnot, because TikTok is a fad today. It's actually losing its, uh, its, its stardom because of new things such as clubhouse and soon to come Twitter spaces and soon to come whatever Facebook is doing. Yeah, TikTok needs to take the video down. They do. That's the only thing I will hold them to. And if they never take it down, just keep slamming them for it. Yeah, that is one feature that I absolutely just love about the Pixel the Pixel phones. Quote, uh, parentheses, Pixel 4a. Uh, the Google call screen feature, it's very helpful and handy for me. Yeah, it is. Um, something that's uh, exclusive to the Pixels. Exactly. I cannot like social media platforms where the content creators do terrible crimes. Just, but that's people. You can't blame it. Okay, so like I'll tell you this much right now. There's there's been people who have record who have recorded uh, something very similar to what that 14 year old girl did and put it put it up on YouTube, and like YouTube didn't catch wind of it for years. This happened back in 2013. They didn't catch it for years. The video had been uploaded back in I think like 2008. And it never caught wind by YouTube at all whatsoever. So are you going to hold YouTube accountable? And are you going to close out your YouTube uh, profile here? But I'm saying like, you can't hold inanimate things responsible for actions of humans. You got to hold humans responsible for their actions. Today, 
this pass off of, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it on on uh, that TV because it warped my kid's mind. Or I'm gonna blame it on Call of Duty that this kid became aggressive with with a weapon. This and that. No, you gotta blame people. It's our thoughts. We have control of ourselves. And if we don't know how to control ourselves, then we really shouldn't be out in the free world. To I'm sorry to say it. But if you can't have control of your emotions, your thoughts, and your movements, your your actions, then it's you know it's safe to say that you shouldn't be out here. But that's all I'm gonna say on that. Um, they are not gonna stop using social media platforms because of someone. Yeah, it's um yeah you got to hold the people responsible for the things that they do. You don't hold the social platforms responsible for that. You only hold the social platforms responsible if they do nothing to um. Uh, to take down that video or to remove like, like here's like, here's some of the things that, that I will, we don't let's save this. Let me finish up with the Google photos thing. And then we'll get to this. We'll get to, we'll get to social platforms. Um, so anyways, let me close this out with Google photos. Just know June 1st, no more unlimited high quality uploads. And you can't trick Google photos by buying a pixel three, a or a pixel four, a or a pixel four, a five G or a pixel five, or a Pixel 4, or a Pixel 2 or 2XL, you can't buy one of those, attach your Google account to it, and then think that the pictures on your iPhone 12 is going to back up to Google Photos for free. No, it has to come from the Pixel device that is the only one supported for unlimited backup. Every other Android device will not get unlimited backup, and every other you know, like, like non-Android device will not get unlimited high-quality backup. Google, I don't know what you're doing, but this was an area that you were dominant in and you're about to hand it over to somebody else who is going to fill that void. If Apple decides to change up the way iCloud is and say, hey, yeah, unlimited high-quality backups with an iCloud account, trust me, people are going to be making iCloud accounts just to back photos up for free, and then you just basically handed it over to Apple. Dummies. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, TikTok shut down her account, but... Not before other people. Uh, TikTok users saved her videos on their phones to continue. But that's other people. You can't blame. You can't put that blame on TikTok. That's other people. Because it's, it's, it's the way that the mind today is conditioned with this younger generation. This younger generation's mind is conditioned to not do the right thing. Like, for instance, I'll point this out, right? Somebody can be walking down the street right now. A 68-year-old guy could be walking down the street right now. And then, like, a 34-year-old man who's who's crazy and stupid just walks up on him and just starts beating him up, just starts wailing away at him, clocked him dead in the face out of nowhere, and then just started stomping on his head and kicking him in the stomach and everything. What is the one thing today that you'll see that you wouldn't see 15 to 20 years ago if there was a crowd of people watching? What's What happens today? And what doesn't happen today that used to happen 15, 20 years ago? Well, I'll tell you. Today, people are more quick to do this and start recording it to put on TikTok, to put on Snapchat, rather than do this and call 911 emergency. There is a man that is attacking an elderly man for no reason, and he is here on the corner of this street and this street in front of this store. Like Nobody calls the cops, but everybody wants to get that stupid-ass viral video. They will film someone getting hurt for no for no damn reason, but that's people. I would not put that on Snapchat and say it's Snapchat's fault for it. I wouldn't put that on Facebook or YouTube or TikTok or any other place and say that's their fault for the behaviors of people. The behaviors are people 
are the behaviors because of the environment that they're in and those people around them who have failed them to guide them the, the, the correct way. Okay. One of the quintessential things about humans is, is that we have this, well, we, we do this, this ability, this thing that we do is that we tend to guide the young. We have this mentality that's been, um, branded within us throughout history that the older guide the younger so the younger can make better decisions and when they're older they can guide their younger to make even better decisions progress you know wisdom but today and in the last 25 years that had slowly depleted that depleted when there was more um more kids being born into a single parent home because one parent left that, you know, there's more of this for where, you know, people were having babies that weren't ready to be parents. And, and even though they had the kids, you know, they felt to themselves like, okay, I have a kid, I'm going to get that tax refund and I'm going to get food stamps, but I'm not going to raise this child. I'm going to use that money for myself and do my thing and go to the club or go out or, you know, hang out on the block or whatever. Like it slowly, slowly, slowly depleted. And when you have young ones growing up with no guidance, the only guidance they have is what was on HBO that night or what they see from other people in the hood, because, Hey, let's face it. Some of these movies that you see that are ghetto tales are not lying about the circumstances they're projecting. However, those ghetto tales that we see like boys in the hood and menace to society and all that they had an effect that backfired on the purpose of those films see they wanted to show the entire country what goes on you know in the ghetto in the hood and they did but it glorified it so you had people that already live in the hood kind of looking at that and saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to emulate this times a hundred. And then you had people that live in suburban America, look at it and say, yo, I want to be cool. I got to be like that. And so they would act down and people would look at them and be like, you crazy, man. You got both your parents. You got $500 in your wallet. You got a bank account. Your mom and dad bought you a car for your switch 16. Why are you acting like this? Why are you running around on these streets late at night? And people would ask that. People will look at that, but that's just because it glorified it. It didn't bring attention to the neighborhood and have people say like, hey, you know what? Those people that live in those areas of California or those areas of whatever state that they're in should require some sort of assistance and help, not, not to keep them down, but to uplift them and to change the environment. No one went to do that. They glorified it and it made it, it, made it to be something that you had to be. Insane. So people today and, and the mentality that they have today, they don't have it in them to call for help. You know, okay. And, and the reason why I made that reference to a 68 year old guy and a 34 year old guy is because that happened two months ago off of Van Buren and, uh, and 16th street, right by a Jack in a box and a taqueria stand. An old man was just minding his business. And a 34 year old dude just walked across the street, not aggressively, not angry, just walked across the street clocked this guy dead in the face, knocked him out cold and started beating on him. And you know what? My lady and I were the ones that called the police because we were sitting at a red light waiting for the light to change. We've seen it happen. We've seen five people pull their phones out and film it. 
I got pissed and I called the cops and pulled into the Jack in the Box parking lot and got out. People today are afraid to do the right thing. I don't understand why. But then there are people today that were not taught how to do the right thing and what is the right thing. Let's see. The county DA, uh, DA of where the 14-year-old lives will be charging her in court as an adult because the county classified that. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that been going around for a long time. I remember when I was a kid, um, when I got, okay, so when I got locked up in juvie, I don't know if I told you guys a story of this. When I got locked up in, in juvie back in Hawaii, okay, um, basically, not trying to go too, too much into the story in detail, but this kid in the school told the vice principal, vice principal of my school that I was selling drugs. And um, I got pissed off because they raided my locker. And um, yeah, I used to I used to jack packs of cigarettes from Safeway across the street from my school. So they had seized about 10 packs of cigarettes that I had stashed in my locker. I was pissed. So after school, I went behind him because uh, another person that I knew wanted to fight the kid. So we set up the fight. I go behind the kid that, that lied on me. And um, I had a Butterfinger. <laughs> and so I scared him from behind when I put the Butterfinger to his back. And I told him to keep walking. And in Hawaii, that counts as kidnapping. So I got charged with kidnapping, terroristic threatening in the first degree, aggravated assault and battery at the age of 15. 15? Yeah, 14. And um, so I was locked up in juvie waiting for court. And while I was waiting for it, because I've locked up for three months in juvie, uh, there was an 11-year-old kid that got locked up like a week after I got in. And um, man, it was like really small kid. I was like, freaking out, what the hell? And so, of course, the uh, the guards, they like to gossip. And so one of them came by my came by, by, by my pod um, and was just like, yeah, that's the kid that's on the news. That's the kid that that um, he killed his older sister. He cut her arm off with a, with a, with a samurai blade. And I was like, what? <laughs> so the next day we were in the day room and we were watching the news and they talked about it. And then they showed, they didn't show the kid's face. Um, but they like, you know, when they have the scene, like where the cops are there, you see like the, the red and blue lights flashing and you can see them like escorting somebody to a car. They were escorting the kid. You can see him from behind. And uh, we all look at that kid and he's like sitting off in the far corner, everything like that. But anyways, the reason I bring him up is because he was only 11 years old and they charged him as an adult and he got life. He got life. He didn't even have a life. He had no life and was given life. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Let me see. I'm getting all these, these notifications and such. What's going on here? Anyways. Yeah, people got to be responsible for the things that, that they do. We can't hold inanimate things such as social media platforms for that. And, um, you know, leaving the social platform. So here's another thing I'm going to throw out there. This will seem kind of weird, but um, like, for instance, let's, you, you reference TikTok. Let's, let's take TikTok, for example. If a lot of good-minded people abandon that platform, then there's nobody there to really kind of counteract all the negativity. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you're not there to flood it with positivity, if you're not there to flood it with the right, the right mentality to attract other people that have the same right mentality, and I'm not talking about like right, like politics, so whoever thinks politics, shut up. I'm just saying like doing the right thing, being good. If you don't 
attract more people like that to go to that platform, then it stays forever in darkness, right? It's like bringing the light to it. If you don't shine the light in there and you don't bring other people to help illuminate the place, it's always going to stay dark. So instead of abandoning it, be there and attract other people there with the right the, the, the right attitude, with, with, with the goodness inside them and, and keep that place going. And that way it would be a better place instead of having people do like these dumb things. But you can't blame what stupid people do. Um, foldable Pixel phone, would you buy it? No, not right now. Not right now. Not, not until it's perfected. Because I'm not trying to buy something and, and I'm not buying something of using as a daily driver that's initially technically a beta. Because the things can go wrong. The hinge can go bad. The screen can go bad. Something could be, you know, miscalculated and, I'm not spending over a thousand dollars on something that folds just to deal with headaches. I'm 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 fine with my Pixel Five. <laughs> so, and the Pixel Six is not looking like it's going to get its own proprietary chip. So, and there's really no reason for me to really kind of jump. I mean, the cameras are going to be good on the Pixel Six. Obviously, they're doing upgrades to that. But the main thing that kind of kills me there is that not the use of their proprietary chip. They're going with another uh, Snapdragon 700 series in the Pixel 6. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Nothing's for sure until we get close to that time where they're going to uh, unveil. So we'll just really just have to wait till then. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say it like this. You know, like different platforms and stuff like that, they have the crazy people that do the crazy things. Um, we got to be there to guide people. That's another thing. That's kind of like why, you know, like I, I, I communicate with people on all different platforms. It doesn't matter. You can be 25 years old. You can be 30 years old. It don't matter how old you are. I will communicate with you. I'll talk with you. I'll share what I know of life, what I've dealt with in life. And maybe that'll help people out there because there wasn't a lot of guidance in my age when I was young, when I was a teenager growing up, there wasn't a lot of guidance. Plus two, it was cool in my day to kind of act out. It was cool to try to be like an adult when you weren't an adult. I was hardly home. I mean, if you guys actually knew my dad, <laughs> you guys can ask him. He'll tell you there was like a year of my life where I wasn't even home. I, I lived with him. The schools know that I lived at his address, but I was never there. I'd be gone four days at a time. I would come home just to grab a change of clothes wash my dirty clothes in the washing machine in the backyard. And I would do this while my dad's at work. Go to the backyard, put my put my dirty clothes to wash, wash them, hang them to dry. And while they're hanging to dry, go inside, eat something, take a shower, you know, grab a new set, new sets of clothes, stuff it in my backpack. And then I was gone before my dad came home from work. And I was gone and I was gone for like four or five, maybe six days. But my dad knew I came home because of course there was a dirty dish in the sink. The laundry detergent was used. The second bathroom was used for someone to take a shower. And he knows the only person that's going to come to the house during that time of the day is me. Because my younger brother and sister, they're in elementary school. They're currently at school. And uh, my stepmom was at work. And my dad was at work. So he was, there's only one other person. It was me. Um, but yeah, I was hardly home. So I didn't, you know, I didn't really get to learn a lot of my dad's wisdom until... I realized that I was screwing up my life and, and tried to settle down and started listening to my dad when he, when he told me stories about things and I would listen closely. I'd pay attention closely and yeah, there's not much guidance. So this generation doesn't really know how to do the right thing. They think what they're doing is okay. They think filming someone getting beat up is okay. They think 
filming somebody getting robbed is okay. Or they, they think filming somebody accidentally getting hurt is funny to share with the world. They don't ever think of like, hey, this person could be badly hurt. Maybe I should see if they're okay. Maybe I should call, you know, for help. <laughs> Get ready to be pounded hard tomorrow or Wednesday, depending on wind speeds. We are being pounded by rain, thunderstorms right now. Where at? Like, don't tell me what, what city you live in. Is it in, Nor- in NorCal or, or SoCal? Because from what I know, as far as what the weather news is reported, a lot of that, a lot of that storms and stuff that's that's hitting uh, the West Coast right now isn't moving in into the Arizona area or at least into the Phoenix area. I may move to Northern Arizona through Northern Arizona, but it's not going to reach down to Phoenix. Cause we're actually expected to warm up to like by this Thursday, we're supposed to hit 80 degrees again. I mean, you can't really trust the news. And when you do try to trust the news, things can change. So I know that much, but I just want to know exactly where you're at because if you're like, if you're in the LA area, then yeah, there's a good odd chance possibility we're going to get hit. But if you're like up by like close to San Francisco area, um, then yeah, Central California. Okay, well, we'll see. If we do, if we do get pounded by that weather, I'm totally okay with that. I am not ready for things to heat back up here in Phoenix and get back to like 100 degrees. I'm just not, I'm not ready for it. You know, um, was it the other day on Sneed's live stream on Periscope? He was talking about it. I was like, he was asking me if they did the upgrades um, here in Phoenix like they did over there in CLE. And I was like, no, they didn't do that with uh, over here yet. I'm not seeing anything like that, you know, because he was doing speed tests. And on LTE, he was getting like freaking 500 megabits on the down. And we're not seeing that here. So I uh, I told him, like, hey, you know, maybe I should move to Cleveland so I can get those kind of speeds. And he's all like, you know, I wouldn't handle the weather out there because of how cold it gets. I would rather sit in 15 degree weather, 15 degrees Fahrenheit, I mean deal with that kind of cold than to sit here and deal with 120 degrees Fahrenheit of heat because you could always put on layers. I can put on, you know, two t-shirts underneath this two over those, put it, put, put a long sleeve on, then put another long sleeve on, put this hoodie on and then put a jacket over this. I can do that and keep myself warm. I can't take my clothes off in 120 degrees heat. I will get arrested for indecent exposure. So that is the difference. It's swimming weather out there. Oh, here where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, like when it's like 80 degrees, that ain't bad. You can feel the heat. You can sweat a little bit outside if you stand outside for a while, but not like the summer, not like July and August. July and August, you step outside for like two minutes. You'll feel the wind blow and it's like standing in front of a blow dryer, like a hair dryer, and then you'll just start sweating. You don't even have to go and work out. You don't even have to walk to the end of the block. You just start sweating. I mean, the only the only time I actually like that type of you know weather is when I'm going hiking because I love to just like just sweat it out, just hiking up a mountain here and losing weight and just sweating it all out. That's the only time I appreciate the heat. But of course, you gotta carry like a gallon of water, and you gotta have some sort of container that can. Keep a gallon of water cold, even if you're outside in 115 degree heat, you know, so one of those like metal containers, because if you just carry it in like a plastic water jug, it could be ice cold when you leave the store, 
The moment you start hiking, about a good five minutes in, that water is going to be really warm. <laughs> and it's going to be disgusting when you drink it. Hey, my daily side. What's going on? Uh, Texas weather can get really hot as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I lived in Texas. Well, actually, I lived in East Texas, so I know what it's like out there. Like Longview, um, White Oak, Tyler, um, and even uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I live down in Oklahoma too. Oklahoma can get pretty warm. See, like Oklahoma, I think the highest I've ever seen it, or at least in uh, in Southwest Oklahoma where I lived at, the hottest I seen it get out there was like 108, 109, which is pretty much like what the weather's like here in June. Um, but here. <laughs> It gets to like 108, 109 in like uh, May into June. July, it's like 113, 114, 115, 117. <laughs> it stays that way all throughout July, all the way into August. Around September is where it gets back down to like 109, 108. October, it's like 106, 105. Then the first half of November, it's like 103 to 95. At the end of November, like roughly about the 27th or the 28th, pretty much the end of November, it'll get down to like seven, like low 70s in the day and then 50s at night. And in December, it'll get down to like mid 60s during the day and like like upper 30s at night. That's how the weather is here in Phoenix. Yeah, that's extremely uh, hot weather. <laughs> crazy i'm in north carolina and used to work in construction sometimes it would be so damn hot felt like my back was on fire it was over 100 outside yeah but you're in north carolina they get uh north carolina you guys get um what is that the humidity along with the heat because like out here we get we have dry heat so the humidity from you know like the moisture of the ocean nearby that's got to be that's got to suck because hawaii has really bad humidity out there i remember um it can be 82 degrees in Hawaii and you'll sweat, but that's just because the humidity is so thick. <laughs> the San Joaquin Valley has triple digit numbers and then 39 to 68 degree winters. Spring and fall seems too short as, as if it doesn't exist. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. Setting outside most of the day. Yep. Yep. You'll feel that way. It gets crazy like that. Um, Anyhow, guys and gals, that has been it for today's podcast episode. I do appreciate everybody for coming in and having a dialogue, engaging and stuff like that. Y'all are amazing. Really love you guys for that. Appreciate you guys for that. And again, remember, come June 1st, unlimited high-quality storage on Google Photos is going away. So either opt for um, Google One for cloud storage. Uh, If you want to have the unlimited backup of it, the only uh, the only unorthodox way that I can see this going is to actually get you an older pixel, anywhere between a pixel two to a pixel five. And then whatever photos you take from your main phone, like if it's an iPhone or a Galaxy S21 or anything like that, you know, transfer those photos to the old pixel and then let it back up to Google Photos from that phone. And then it's it's considered unlimited high quality. No, man, you don't have to apologize that you're late. You can always watch the replay. And that's the cool thing about this is that you can replay this. You can replay this. I mean, like, yeah, you know, to, to interact and talk and chat with me, I understand. But, hey, you can always reach out to me on social. If you follow me on Twitter and stuff like that, I'll respond back. 
you don't ever have to wait for a live stream to actually have a you know conversation with me. You can always conversate with me on social media platforms. So, um, but yeah, I am going to get going. Got things to do. I'm sure y'all got a million things to do too as well since we're back. Hashtag Gur Mondays if you watch the replay. And uh, if you guys have not subscribed to my second channel, those that, you know, really come here for like the tech stuff and, you know, uh, my second channel, NERD, you know, is up. There's some videos up. Uh, next upload is on Wednesday. So video uploads are on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Uh, so you guys can you guys can expect that as a schedule. There's like several videos I've already uploaded to it that's scheduled for release on Wednesday and Saturday this week. And it'll continue that pattern of every Wednesday and Saturday. And that's just strictly mobile tech videos. So no live streams there, no game talk there. None of that stuff is strictly mobile tech. Um, Y'all have been awesome. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Love you guys very much. Be cool. Be safe out there, right? Be on your P's and Q's. And if you see somebody getting attacked, don't fucking film it to put it up on social. Call the damn cops. Help somebody save their life, okay? Let's kind of like readopt that. Let's see if we can make that go out there and go viral. But until then, guys, y'all take it easy. I love you guys very much. See you guys tomorrow. Peace.